Hello everybody, this is Shuchita and you're watching the second episode of French Tales from Ground Tales. Today we are meeting environmentalist Beatrice Hovnanian, who has been an active environmentalist since the past seven years and in her personal life practices all the environment friendly practices like avoiding plastic, avoiding pollution, taking public transport as much as possible and not taking flights. She has not taken a flight in the past 24 years and has stopped the use of plastic bags in the last 10 years. Even today, she is working for the betterment of France and the environment altogether. Let's have a look at her journey. Welcome, Beatrice. Thank you for sparing some time out for us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, so uh, um, like you said, you have uh, you have not had uh, taken a flight in the past 24 years so uh, i would like to know how uh, your environmentalist uh, stay in you know, instinct it started it started uh, by uh, by just enjoying myself and uh, seeing what i took pleasure in and what uh, what didn't fit what didn't suit and i was very much in a uh, 1980s a liberal france uh, studying marketing, studying to be uh, to be a businesswoman, and as I went along, there are uh, elements that I realized uh, just didn't fit. So taking the plane so often uh, just felt wrong. Um, the um, although I couldn't exactly put uh, words on it at that time, I hardly knew anything about all anything environmentalist at the time. And then in the 1990s, I started eating organic uh, when my daughter was born and uh, started looking at what was right in terms of eating. And as things went by, then I, uh, I reduced plastic, uh, reduced my own waste bin and, uh, and suddenly started to take a more proactive stance. Okay, so it was uh, it was not uh, something that you can pinpoint that this is when it started, but it was a gradual change. It was a gradual change, but there was one element that really changed everything. Mm -hmm. It was my reading of Eric Fromm's uh, To Be or To Have. Okay. And where he explains what it is to be and what it is to have. And when I read this book, I made a conscious choice uh, to be instead of to have. Uh, can you elaborate on this? Yes, uh, he explains uh, that for for every activity uh, that you uh, that you practice, there is a to be attitude and a to have attitude. So to be, for example, if you are walking in a garden, would be to uh, to to just enjoy the pleasure of nature. Uh, to have, you would start picking flowers and taking them back home. Okay, to be and to have. So that's that's a wonderful concept. I would love to read this book if you can lend it to me. Of course. Okay. And uh, now I would, uh, you know, like to uh, point out that uh, yes, uh, your use of uh, your non-usage of plastic. I have seen in class when you use crayons instead of those permanent markers and uh, the pens that people use on the boards. So uh, how did you come across that? 
every single gesture, I mean, in your change of life is just something that you see one day, uh, something, somebody you meet who does something different and you say, well, why not? So sometimes it can take a little effort to change practice. But once the change of practice is done, I mean, you're so proud. I mean, um, with everything I do, I, I just take the bins out about once every three weeks. So, and that's, uh, that's enough. I mean, that's, a, that's, a, that's just enjoyable by itself. <laughs> okay, that's, that's nice to know. So that way also you are trying to cut down on using plastic bags. Uh, using plastic bags. I mean, at the beginning when I used to refuse plastic bags, uh, shopkeepers couldn't understand what I was doing that for. <laughs> now it's obvious for everybody. Uh, the uh, But as I said, I started taking a more proactive stance. At one point, it, it, it wasn't enough for me to just do this. And I started first uh, fighting against Monsanto okay. and, uh, and the uh, GMOs. And then against pesticide. And one day I read a book on the nuclear industry and when I understood uh, the dangers of nuclear power and more to the point, the uh, how, uh, how governments were using uh, the nuclear, uh, nuclear power as a source of energy without fully, fully, fully understanding the ins and outs uh, and not being clear with the population as to everything that was involved and the, that there were alternatives uh, that, uh, that made me realize that I had to, uh, to create my own actions and not only to follow those that were created by others. So uh, there are, I have heard uh, that there are a lot of nuclear reactors in the area of Normandy. Uh, could you uh, happen to know how many are there? Uh, there? I mean, Normandy is one of the most nuclear regions in the world uh, because in, um, in the Hague, which is La Hague, mm -hmm. which is a, a, a town in Normandy, uh, not the one in Netherlands, obviously, but I'm talking about Normandy here. There is one of the, uh, uh, it's one of the biggest storage center. Yes. And uh, there is the equivalent of 110 parts of nuclear reactors there. Uh, so you add this to uh, two plus four plus another four, there's about uh, 10 reactors. In, uh, just, in Normandy in as well. Normandy. That's, that's huge. Even more than that. That's, uh, that's a very, very good number for like a, like a region. I mean, in a country, I can still maybe understand, but just for a small region, it's very large. Yes, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty huge. Yes. Uh, the, um, uh, there is actually uh, one being, uh, being built at the moment in, uh, in Flamanville, which is about, oh, about an odd 250 kilometers from here, let's say. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a complete failure. Uh, throughout, uh, there have been um, problems in its constructions and the cost has risen from 3.3 billion uh, uh, euros to uh, 19 
billion euros at the moment mm -hmm. and it is not finished and we do not know if it will ever be completed. So we're just uh, crossing fingers that it will never be completed because if it is completed, it would become a danger. That's true. So uh, governments do these things without actually realizing how dangerous the consequences can be. Uh, I think they realize, I mean, it's, it's a fairly cynical system uh, <laughs> because what happens is that uh, behind it, there is the uh, will to export uh, France's nuclear uh, knowledge, uh, know-how. And uh, one of the uh, countries that, uh, that the French would like to export it to is India, of course. Yes. So one of the reasons they want this nuclear reactor that doesn't work to start is, uh, is so that uh, in the hope of selling uh, nuclear, uh, nuclear reactors to India. Oh God, yes. There, um, also yeah, in India there's a tribal area uh, where they're trying to build a nuclear reactor and the whole population will be displaced. So the tribals are actually fighting for their land because they have been there since generations and they don't know the city life. They have been there, they know how to cultivate the forest produce, how to collect what they have to eat every day. And every the forest will be destroyed, the ecosystem will be destroyed and they will be displaced and left to die in slums. So there's still, I mean, although they are not very strong enough to fight, but uh, yes, I mean, some journalists have been raising their voices against it. So hopefully <laughs> something good comes out. Yeah. And uh, they, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, there's something um, like a deal going on between the two countries. They're trying to. They're trying to. At the moment, for the moment, there's a, a stop being put to it because they realize that solar power mm -hmm. is, um, is less dangerous and cheaper yes. than nuclear power. Absolutely. So, um, so they're thinking twice about it. But in France, they're uh, they're going on and they're trying to convince the French population that um, that alternative energies cannot work, that renewable energies cannot work, and uh, and so what we're doing is we're creating a six hundred kilometer walk uh, from uh, La Hague, which I talked about earlier, on to Paris. Mm -hmm. And where we have conferences every night with uh, with uh, different associations, including uh, Greenpeace and amongst others, uh, to talk about uh, to talk about uh, nuclear power, but also to talk about renewable energies and to show what this is, and also to talk about the importance of um, of cutting down on energy use. Yes, yes. I mean, you have to reduce your global footprint if you really want to sustain the Earth. Yes, I mean, obviously, this uh, the energy that uh, that doesn't cost anything, that doesn't pollute, is the one that you don't use. Exactly, right. And, you know, the life is being sustained on Earth because of solar energy. Why can't you use it for other things? Yes. I mean, we've got water. We've yes. got uh, wind. we've got wind. We've got the sun. We've got the uh, the, the soil, yes. and uh, there can be things done from this. I mean, obviously, there is um, there is a little pollution uh, with there's a little pollution with everything that you might use to turn it into energy. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, between something that can cause a little problem. I mean, obviously, I prefer not using energy, but we're still alive and we want to do things. So is to limit as much as possible. And I prefer doing that 
than to pollute for hundreds and thousands of years because I want to switch on a light bulb. Exactly, exactly. So uh, this uh, walk that you will be organizing, when will this be happening? Uh, it will be happening at uh, the end of July until uh, until August. We're doing it for one month, from the 24th of July to the 25th of August. Okay, and uh, how many people would be involved in this uh, walk? I don't know how many will be there in uh, in uh, in a few months' time. I mean, at the moment, with uh, everything that's happening, it's a bit difficult to guess. But there are a, there must be about 50 of us involved in the organisation. So, uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully, a number of uh, people will join in, and we will be making a film uh, out of uh, out of this these conferences and this walk. Okay. And uh, how are you mobilizing people to join the course? Um, I'm mobilizing at the moment. There are a lot of people who are mobilized, but who work in. Um, in their own field, the idea is to bring a number of them together mm -hmm. and to move forward, uh, to move forward and to uh, together try to create a movement uh, which, which talks to other people, to the people who are not convinced. So the idea is walking all together and to take the time to talk in, in, uh, in the countryside, uh, to the population, uh, to the people who are not convinced, and obviously on Facebook and Twitter and all the rest as well. Right, so you're deploying like all sorts of means to, you know, encourage people to switch to like greener energy. Yes, and the idea is that uh, nuclear power is very much uh, centralized. Mm -hmm. Whereas if people uh, create their own energy, then even though they're on a you know, country-wide grid, uh, they can create their own local energy with yes. less wastage of energy and, uh, and which is more beneficial to everybody. Yes, that's, that's true. That's true. Okay, uh, uh, yes, so um, just now I think that you uh, don't have enough time for uh, today, so yeah, maybe we can have another session with you or something. I would love to. Okay, and uh, I would, yes, please uh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't let you drink your tea. <laughs> I kept talking all the time. So please, uh, let's wrap this up for today and it was very nice to have you. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, would you like to say a word to the listeners? Um, well, if you, uh, I would say, uh, if ever you want to go greener or to uh, to change things in your own life, uh, the best way to do it is not to feel guilty, but to see what you can change and to to think about uh, to think of one or two things that you can change and stick to it. And if you see somebody who has a good habit or that does something that you think, oh, that could be interesting. Uh, try to change it uh, in yourself, but um, don't feel, don't feel, you know, don't go on a guilt trip. Just do it one step at a time, but do it because it's important. And uh, I mean, it's great to wake up in the morning and to think that you, you're, you're there to save the planet. That's good. Okay, so that with one great advice, we would uh, bring this session to an end. Thank you for listening. And show your love to us by liking and subscribing our channel. 
and hope to see you next time bye bye